Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Friends in podcast land and Borida or Penanda, depending if you're listening to this in morning or afternoon. It's good morning or good afternoon from Wales. In fact, let's, let's just settle for Croiso. Welcome. Yes, the AFTN podcast is on the road and we're bringing you episode 172 from Wales as we follow Vancouver Whitecaps during their pre-season UK tour. I'm your host Michael McCall and I'm going to be bringing you a couple of shorter versions of the podcast over the next week or so, just from some of the chat that we're having here in Newport and Cardiff and just bring you some of the gossip and the news from the Whitecaps pre-season. The Whitecaps flew out to Wales last Monday and setting up base in the Vale of Glamorgan at the world-renowned Vale Resort. That's what they're going to call home for the next 10 days, but they're also going to be having a number of training sessions and one of their three games that they play here at the FA of Wales's state-of-the-art, really, Dragon Park Resort in the International Sports Village in Newport. There's one game in the, the books already. Friday saw the Whitecaps' first pre-season game of 2017, going down 1-0 to Cardiff City under 23s and was a very competitive game. It's like both teams were really going for it from the off. And I think some of the Whitecaps players, as Robo told us afterwards, were maybe a little bit surprised just at the intensity of the game. But what you have to understand is, whereas some people may be thinking, what, they're playing under-23 sides? Where's the competition in that? These are guys that are fighting for their footballing futures, basically. They want to show Cardiff that they deserve to be a championship club and that they're pushing for minutes in the first team. So it's always going to be competitive. The game was played on a beautiful grass pitch at Cardiff City's training ground at the Vale Resort. Bitterly cold conditions. And it was a game of three 30-minute periods. Whitecaps kind of went with a pretty strong lineup to kick things off, and most of the, the guys played uh, 45 minutes in total, doing a switch halfway through the, the second period of the game. Your starting lineup was Usted and Goal, Jake Norwinski at right back, centre back pairing of Tim Parker and Christian Dean, Jordan Harvey off the left, Matty Laba and Andrew Jacobson were your DMs. Then you had Alfonso Davies playing on the right, Marcel de Jong playing on the left, with Kakuta Mani in the middle, playing kind of behind stroke number 10 role, tucking in behind Eric Hurtado. 
but none of the other guys got a run out as well. Some of the guys were still kind of getting back to, to fitness or shaking off some knocks. So there was no minutes for Christian Bolanius, Kendall Waston, Giles Barnes, who has a, a bit of a knee injury, Russell Tybert, Nicholas Mosquita and Kristen Teixeira as well. Carr's goal came in the, the second of the three periods. It was a howler, unfortunately, from Paolo Ternaghi. He tried to roll the ball out, just threw it straight to a Cardiff player who chipped easily over his head into the back of the net. That was it, 1-0 to Cardiff. Very little to, to choose between the two teams. And it, it wasn't a, a bad showing from the Whitecaps for, for their first pre-season game of the year. Obviously a little bit of rustiness. Obviously still some concerns that there was no actual goal scored. And yet you do wonder at this moment in time where the goals are going to be coming from. But we'll talk a little bit more about the game shortly. Let's hear first up our first audio of the pre-season. I spoke with Carol Robinson after the match just about some of the stuff of the game and just some of the other happenings in the pre-season. So let's hear first from Robo. First uh, preseason uh, friendly of 2017. So overall thoughts on the match and your team's performance? Well, it's a good little workout for us. It's, it is a training session. Yeah, we know it's a match, but the boys playing 45 minutes. The majority of them uh, get to open their legs a little bit. It was competitive, which is good. Um, and we played a lot of good football. Obviously, the reason you came here is to play against teams already in mid-season form. Did you get, did you get what you expected from them in terms of the intensity and, and physical element? Well, I did. Uh, I think some of them certainly had an eye-opener in relation to the intensity that you know these these guys have to play on a daily basis. So it was good for them. Um, it was very competitive. There were lots of tackles flying in, but we looked fit. We looked strong, which is a, a positive for us. And obviously, um, we get some minutes under our belt. You mentioned one there, but what are some of the positives you take away from the match, and some of the things that you, you're going to work on, kind of moving forward? Just, just you know, it's uh, 45 minutes of fitness uh, within a game scenario, so that'll be the positive. They've done some extra running after the 45 minutes they played, uh, and there's some lots of good little link-up plays which we've worked on in the first two days of training. So you know, we're three days of training in, we've already played 45 minutes. We we look to a decent level, um, but you know, it's still building stage. Talked about the competitiveness of the game. I mean, a lot of folks saw that you're playing under 23 size. They don't really understand. It's not like a USL team that you're playing. These are guys that are really struggling to break into the first team and they've got a point to prove. Is that what, what you're seeing from these games or hope to see from these games? It's just intense. Well, I, I'll see what you see, Michael, because you know what it's going to be like as well. And I knew what it was going to be like. I think the majority of the guys probably thought it might be like that, but didn't actually expect the physicality of it. You know, tackles flying in the first five minutes. So... When that happens, you've got to move the ball quick, you've got to play quick, you've got to be sharp, um, and you've got to put the work in. Uh, my boys certainly did that today, so it was a, it was a great eye-opener for them, um, but it's exactly what we need, you know, four or five days in. And Kikuta Mane back in the pitch, great to see. This is the first time for what feels like a couple of years that he's going into pre-season actually fit. Yeah. What kind of player are you hoping to get from Kikuta from the start this year? An exciting Kakuta, you know, if he if he's fit and healthy, then obviously we benefit because he's a fantastic young player. You know, people do forget how young he is, even though he's been with us for five years now. Uh, but he needs to stay healthy. You know, we haven't had a full season out of him based upon small injuries, not because he wants to be injured based upon the small injuries and injuries you can probably do nothing about. So it's important we keep him healthy. Uh, he's coming in the right frame of mind, which is good. He's had the US national team camp, which he's been part of, which has given him a little step up on, on a few of the players. 
Uh, and he's coming in and he looks to be enjoying himself at the moment, which is always good. Just quick follow-up, if you don't mind, on that one. Um, you played him centrally today. Um, what do you like about him in, kind of in that position compared to on the wing? No, it's, it's, a, it's a different role for him. There was nothing in it. It was just I wanted to put certain personnel in, involved in the first 45 minutes. And, you know, getting Marcel on the field, Marcel's not going to play as number 10, so Marcel played there and I played kicker inside. So it was strictly to do with getting my players the first 45 minutes who I wanted to get minutes. Um, you know, it's a different role for him. He can play there, he can play as a 9, he can play as a 10, he can play as 11 or 7. So he's a good player. First game under the belt, a couple of training sessions so far. How have you found being in Wales so far these first Great. few days? Brilliant. Listen, I, yeah. Listen, I'm used to the cold. People, you know, I think uh, a lot of the South America, Central Americans find it cold in the morning. You know, it's, it is what it is. You can complain about anything if you want to complain about anything. But no, nah, happy to be back. We've, I know there's good people here. Uh, they look after the group, look after the team. You know, we'll be very respectful to to them, allowing us to use the facilities, use the hotel, uh, and get what out of it what we need, which is you know good training, hard training for ten days, and also some competitive games. And you know, I thank Cardiff City for allowing us to have the first game now. And last season, you were a bit critical. Some of the players hadn't come back as fit as they maybe could have been. Have you been happy with how everyone's come back this time? Yeah, they're all they're all head and shoulders above where they were last year in regards to the fitness levels, and I think you see that today. You know, four days in, and you're playing that level of football in that intensive game. You know, we couldn't have done that last year, so they deserve a lot of credit. There's still some that need a little bit of a top up. They do an extra work on the side because we don't want to put them at risk with injury playing 45 minutes. Um, but they'll hopefully be all good to go on Monday or, or Thursday. Yeah, a couple of trialists as well in the camp. I know you maybe can't see too much, but David Templeton, the guy I know well. Yeah. Um, what, what do you see from him? What do you think yeah, no, Temp's just come in to um, have a little bit of rehab. You know, there was nothing in it other than, you know, I know him. He, he wanted to come in and. You know, see if he could get up, back up to speed. He's been out of the game for a long time, in 18 months. Um, so it's just us helping him out a little bit. Fantastic young talent, um, but he's still a couple of months away from getting to where he needs to. And you know, I think he's seen what it's it's like here. Um, so you know, we can help him in that respect. And Daniel Lovitz as well. Yeah, Daniel coming. Obviously, he he's uh, on trial, looking for a club at the moment. Uh, we invited him in. We'll we'll assess him over these first 10 days and. We'll decide we've got roster spots available. Um, so, you know, we'll just take our time and see how the guys do. Early going, obviously still no goals. Are you concerned yeah. at all about... <laughs> like, you, ha- you haven't filled the void of a DP striker yet. Yeah. I mean, how close are you to, to filling that? Well, listen, we're constantly looking. Uh, and again, what people tend to forget is, you know, there's other factors in not just me wanting to sign or us wanting to sign a, a certain player. It's other clubs, it's contracts, it's agents, it's all these certain scenarios, it's China. You know, all these things come into play and, you know, it's not as easy as that. Your transfer window in Europe closes in one week, you know, so you can make a decision now or you can wait and see if there's any better options there after after the transfer window shuts. And, you know, we've got to evaluate all of that. We're always looking to... Add to the squad. Obviously, you know we bring in Jordi Reyna because we lost Pedro. Uh, we know that we, with, with Giles not being 100% fit yet, although he, he will be fit on Monday, um, to be able to play that nine, we got Eric. We promoted Carl Gregg because he deserves to be promoted uh, into that group. And you know we still got one or two roster spots available, so we're always looking um, to add to the group. We got some fantastic young players. We know that we got some good experience, solid veterans, um, but. You know, are we looking at a number nine? Yeah, we're always looking at a number nine. Uh, when that will happen, you know, I can't tell you that. And is Jordi going to join you in Wales? Hopefully, or? yeah. If we can get his, um, the, he's got his UK visa cleared. So 
providing it arrives in Peru today. He will be on a flight and get over here ASAP. He's ready, he's fit, um, and we're excited to have him. So Robbo there. So we talked about the striking situation there, had a, a little bit of a laugh. I, I couldn't resist asking Robbo about the fact that there was no goals. Obviously a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but also partly in seriousness as well because there are a number of concerns right now that the white caps just have not strengthened adequately in the striking department. They have added Peruvian striker Jordi Reyna. He seems to have a good pedigree, a good strike record, coming from Austrian club Salzburg Red Bull. And he should be joining up with the camp next week, so we'll get our first chance to see him in action. And also we hope to maybe sit down and speak with him as well. Although we have been told he doesn't really speak much English. He does speak German, and I know a little bit of German, but that's probably a disaster waiting to happen. So we'll probably have to do that through an interpreter. But the, the question that everyone is want to answer just now is, is there a DP number nine coming? And if so, when? I think part of the waiting game is that the Whitecaps need to move some pieces before they can add a a DP, namely Giles Barnes. Rumours are still very strong that he is going to go to Blackburn. It looks like he's going to go there on loan initially, which makes sense because we don't know how he's going to do over there, don't know how long Owen Coyle's going to be at the club and whether that's going to kind of impact Barnes' future if he did make the move to, to Ewood Park. As I mentioned, Barnes didn't play in the game on Friday. He was nursing a kind of knee knock. I had a chat with him just as he was walking back to the hotel and I I asked him what was wrong. It was just something that he twinged in the off-season. He said he was hoping to play on Monday. I then said, well, I guess that's if you're still here with all the Blackburn rumours. And then he just laughed and walked off. He didn't seem to train today on Sunday with, with the team. So we'll see if he he makes an appearance on Monday, but I think by the looks of it, he is going to be going to Blackburn. That's going to free up a massive amount of money salary cap-wise, and is going to allow the Whitecaps to make a move for a DP striker. It does look like Carroll is going to wait until the European transfer window closes to see exactly what options are still out there, who's made moves, who hasn't. We're not totally panicking yet, but we understand why some people are. If it gets to a couple of days before the New York Champions League game and there still hasn't been any additions, I think that might be the time that we do hit the panic button a little bit. There was nothing that really stood out from the strikers that played against Cardiff. Eric Curtado did his usual thing, put in a hard shift, didn't really get much chances. Kyle Gregg came on for the last 30 minutes and he did have a couple of chances, forced a good save from the Cardiff keeper. So he's busy, he's coming to camp with the right attitude, so that's good. So we'll just have to see what, what the, the striking position kind of brings us. So though I'm saying that none of the strikers impressed that much against Cardiff, it was an impressive defensive showing. For me, the, the player that impressed most in that first game was right back, super draft pick, Jake Norwinski. He looks very assured in the ball. When Robbo drafted him, he said he picked a player because he felt that he was ready just to come in and play. And you have to say from watching that, that he definitely looks that he's at game level and he is ready to challenge Shane and Williams for that starting right-back role. First game, a lot can change. Last year, our standout guy for the whole of the preseason was Christian Dean. And we know that that didn't kind of work out that well for Christian as the season went on. But Nerwinski impressed. The way that he got forward... 
had a great shot, a great chance to score in the second half, but he also tracked back well, defended well, and certainly didn't look out of place out there. In what was an all-American backline, and three of the back four were age 23 or under. And in amongst those numbers was a guy that we just mentioned there, Christian Dean. It was great to see Christian Dean and Kikuta Mani back on the pitch after their long-term injury woes. Neither of them kind of looked like they were feeling any pain. Spoke to them both afterwards and we're going to bring you those interviews now. So first up is Christian Dean. It's obviously been a very, very bad year for Christian. He started last pre-season really well, as we said. Looked to be pushing for a start, possibly partnering Kendall Waston for the first game of the season. Picked up an injury just before the pre-season wrapped up. Ruled him out for the first few months of the campaign. Was just coming back when he re-aggravated it and had another injury. And that was the season ender for him. Away from the pitch, Christian also lost his father. And there was just it was just a really tough year for a really good guy. And it's hard not to root for Christian to come back, do well and get back into the team. He certainly didn't look like he had missed a step out there. And looked very confident, composed and pain-free when he was playing. So let's hear now from the man himself. Christian Dean. So Christian, first game back on the pitch after a long time. How did it feel to be out back out there again? So nice. Uh, I mean, I played a, gotten a couple games back home here in the off season uh, with some friends and stuff. But this, you know, playing with your teammates is there's nothing really like it, especially playing in a legitimate match. You know, um, it was, yeah, it was unbelievable to be honest. Nearly a dream start as well. Two minutes in with that header. How did you see that play out? Oh, I thought that was in. <laughs> no, it's you know just come in, uh, come in super motivated to show, show, uh, show that I want to play and that I deserve to play. And I mean, it looked like you hadn't missed a step out there. It's like you were just back in the swing of things. Is that how it felt? Yeah, no, it felt um, felt normal, which was a little surprising. Um, you know, I haven't played, in, like you said, in almost a year. So um, surprising to just kind of go right back to what I was doing before I got injured. Um, but it felt great. When you've had an injury and you're, and you're coming back in, obviously it could play in the back of your mind. But you, you can't afford to obviously let that happen. It's like, did you feel anything out there? Is it anything that kind of made you think, ooh? Or? No, nothing. Um yeah, I haven't really felt anything at all um, in a really long time, so felt really good out there, actually. Um, I think, yeah, I think they've done a great job of getting me to where I need to be. So how was your, your off-season then? How, how did you keep yourself in fit? What did you do to occupy yourself? I trained with friends a lot, as much as possible. Um, you know, I played uh, as much as I could when I was home. I uh, got got on the ball almost every day, went for runs, um, did as much as I could. And obviously no one wants to see a, a player injured, but with David being out now for who knows how long, months anyway, you must see this as a great opportunity to, if you can show what you showed last pre-season, to be right in the mix come first kick. Yeah, you know, um, I, you never want to see a teammate go down. That's, that's horrible, but... I mean, when it does happen, you have to take advantage of it. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'm right there in the mix, and I think I showed today that I'm ready. Um, 
I'm back, ready to play. This is your first visit to Wales. How have you you found the the whole experience at the Vale so far? Um, I actually love it. Um, I think, you know, we haven't really gotten out to see you know, the city of Cardiff or anything like that, but, like, where we're training and where we're, where we're staying, I love it. Uh, it's a great setup. Are you going to get a chance to, to do some sightseeing? Yeah, I think we're going to dinner tonight in Cardiff, and I think uh, tomorrow, we have tomorrow off, so I think me and a couple of the boys are going to go try to find some place to watch watch a couple of the uh, Premier League games. For, for the rest of the pre-season, then, what, what's your kind of aims and aspirations? I just want to stay where I'm at right now. I mean, you always want to get better. I want to get better, but I don't want to take a step backwards. Uh, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, I want to come into, you know, the first game, and I want to start. Um, I mean, you know, you're playing with your teammates, and they're your friends, but if I get this chance to start over somebody, that's that's my goal. And the, the defence that started today, it was a, an all-American back line, which we were just talking about just now. It's... Yeah. Seems quite weird after everything that's happened in the past, and it's like three like three years under twenty three as well. Yeah, you know, actually, I love that. Um, it was fun. Uh, I like playing with Tim. Love playing with Jordan. Uh, you know, they're both super experienced, and Jake's just raw talent, really. Yeah, he's he showed he can play today, which I like. I really liked him. That's great. Well, thanks so much, and good luck for the rest of the, the year. Thank you. Thanks, Christian. Talk to you later. So, Christian Dean feeling. Pretty confident and glad to be back in the pitch and, and seeing some playing time. And another man that was glad to be back in the pitch, and I'm sure Whitecaps fans will be delighted to hear that he's back, is Kakuta Manny. And you can always say that Manny's injuries kind of brought an abrupt end to the Whitecaps season for the past two seasons. And it was his injury in the second leg of the playoffs against Portland in 2015 that really seemed to hurt the Whitecaps bad. They just had nothing else that game after he went off injured, ended up going down, losing, knocked out the playoffs, and as we all know, Portland went on to win the MLS Cup. Would things have been different if Manny, who was the only player at that time that was causing Portland any problems, if he'd managed to stay on the pitch? We just never know. Last season, he was not in the best form, but he was just starting to kind of find his feet. It had taken him a little bit of while to shake off that injury and get back up to match fitness went down to another injury in July, season ender, surgery on a broken metatarsal in his right foot, and he's just finally coming back into things. Was away with the US camp at the start of this month, spent two weeks with them. That's kind of really helped him get up to match fitness as he comes into this camp. And it's clear that this is the fittest that Kikuta has been for any of the Whitecaps pre-seasons in the five years that he's been at the club. So we've got a chance to catch up with Kakuta after the game on Friday. So let's hear from him now. Kakuta, first game back on the pitch for quite a while, at least with the white caps. How did it feel to be back out there? It feels good. Uh, I mean, it was hard. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while, but uh, it feels good. It feels good to be back uh, knowing that... Um, you know, pull the bag now and, you know, just you know, try to get that fitness for the season. Being away with the, the American team as well obviously give you a chance to get a little bit of fitness in as well. How, how did you find that whole experience and, and how do you feel it's got you ready for going into this season? It was great. Um, I think it was something that I used 
um, to get me ready for this camp and you know hopefully get me ready for the you know for the season um, if I can stay healthy <laughs> um, till the season. But it, it was good. It was a good experience. I loved it. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, I met a lot of people. Um, you know, it was an eye opener for me. I didn't expect a lot of the guys to be that fit um, coming to camp. I thought I, I mean I was fit coming to camp and. You know, I didn't think most of the guys were going to be fed, but everybody came in really in shape, and um, you know, we pushed each other, and you know, I think I benefited a lot from that, and um, it helped me. Yeah, I can see that you know, this is the fitness I've been uh, for any of the pre-seasons I've had with Whitecaps, so it was uh, really good. Looking forward to um, keeping this fitness, and you know, hopefully, get more out of it and get ready for the season. I was going to ask you about that because the last couple of years you've come in and you've had a knock or you've just been getting over a knock so this is the first time that you're kind of ready to go. What kind of kakuta are we going to see when the season starts? Definitely a fitter one. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, um, I've always struggled with fitness coming into the season, always injured. Um, I have to play catch-up game um, with fitness and it takes me a few games, you know, six, seven games in the season to get, you know, to the levels that I need to be and um, really thank the coaching staff for giving me that opportunity, you know, to be able to get the fitness and, you know, get the season going. Um, I know it's not very ideal, but um, I'm really glad that I'm in the levels that I'm at right now, um, be able to play, you know, 45, 60 and, you know, in pre-season games and uh, it's great. And the game today against Cardiff, obviously it's a really young Cardiff side, but these are guys that are desperately trying to get into the first team. How did you find the competitiveness of it out there? They were very competitive. Um, you know, uh, we look at we knew we knew from the you know from the get go it was going to be a, a tough game for us. You know, we just started preseason a few days ago, and um, it's always going to be a hard game. I thought I thought we did well. Um, everybody worked hard. You know, for us it was to get the fitness. The results are important for us, uh, but right now it's for the guys. You know, to get used to each other, uh, um, some new faces, and. You know, to get that fitness, uh, to get ready for the season. But it was a good game, very competitive. Uh, they were they were good, uh, were good as well. It was a good competition. And you've been in Wales now for a couple of days. Apart from it being absolutely freezing, how how have you found the whole, <laughs> the whole experience? It was great. The hotel is amazing. Um, I love the kind of sort of that we have here. Uh, the hotel provider for us. You know, we have our own section where we can, you know, play games, uh, table tennis, uh, darts, and you know, pool and watch TV, play ga- uh, you know, video games. It's actually it's unbelievable. It's a good experience. Um, you know, a different continent. Yeah. You know, different experience, different weather. Um, even though a bit similar than to Vancouver, but <laughs> um, it, no, it, no, it's great. Uh, all the guys are loving it. It's something that we actually need. You know, a bit of a team bonding. You know, before the season starts, um, which the setup kind of gives us that. And everybody's playing games and you know relaxing here 24 hours. And you know, I think we need that. You know, going into the season. You know, we need to we need to have a great good season this year. That's great. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks, Kukua. So Kikuta Mani there. It's going to be interesting to, to see where Robbo wants to, to play him this year. Robbo's mentioned that, that he can play anywhere. He can play, as you heard, number nine, number ten, on the wing. Could we possibly see him playing in the number ten role? For me, that would be a little bit strange. I don't think that's fully utilising his talents. But there there's not a number nine or a number ten that's come into the, the camp yet. No DPs signed. I would like to see Kakuta get a run as a straight number nine. Possibly with Jordi Reyna just playing behind him. Reyna is set to join the team in Wales this week. 
So I mean, it's an ideal time for them to kind of tinker and try one of those formations. They've got two games left, a couple of scrimmages amongst the squad as well. They're going to be playing Oxford United in Newport on Monday. Then Bristol City are heading through and they're going to be playing them in Cardiff on Thursday. We'll be at both those games and also the training sessions on Tuesday and Wednesday. So a lot more from us to come. Had a good chat at training today with Christian Bellanius and Jordan Harvey. So we're going to bring you that in the next podcast. We also have some audio from some of the young guns coming up, including new addition to WFC2. And a big congratulations there to Davy Norman. And actually, talking about David there, he played the, the final 30 minutes of the game against Cardiff, put in an excellent shift. I was actually very, very impressed by, by how he fitted in with the first team guys. Linked up really well with Kyle Gregg as well and Marco Bustos, so that bodes well for some of the WFC2 games this year. And a lot of the guys that are on in that third 30 minutes, the young guys, they, they did stand out. And another one I want to give a hat tip to was Tommy Gardner, who had an excellent 30-minute spell. Almost grabbed the equaliser as well when Kyle Gregg's shot was saved and the parry was just going straight to him. But just as he was about to get his foot on it, a Cardiff player got his foot in and the danger was cleared. So David Norman and Tommy Gardner both did excellently in that game and I'm looking forward to seeing some more of them this pre-season. But let's just wrap up this This first of the, the podlets. What we call it? Podlets? Podling? I don't know. Mini-pods? Whatever you want to call it anyway. That's the first one from Wales in the bag. Hope you've enjoyed it. We're going to keep them coming every couple of days, so watch out for the next one probably on Tuesday. So until then, just check out all our stuff, AFTN, away from the numbers. We've just done a rebrand on the site, so there's a new logo, new design, new banner on the website and also on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Big shout out and a big thanks to Drayton Von Az for that. He's one of the latest additions to the AFTN team. He's going to be doing some design work for us, some infographics and possibly a little bit of writing as well. I also want to welcome aboard Jacob Noseworthy. He's going to be another new writer for this coming season. Going to be doing some post-game stuff for us. I'm Michael McCall. You can find me on Twitter at AFTN Canada. Read all my stuff as well on MLSsoccer.com where I'm the Whitecaps beat reporter. As always, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. We'll be back soon. Until then... Take care and mourn the caps. Going to your first match is an experience you never forget. The atmosphere of what's going on around the pitch looks beautiful and you always look and go, wow, I'd love to play here one day. If you get the bug, it's going to stay with you for life.